Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, Side Note Podcast listeners. You can't see me, but I am waving at you. <laughs> this is Greg here. Mitch and I actually didn't have a chance to record a new Side Note Podcast this week. So what I'm doing right now is presenting you with my other podcast that I've been releasing weekly on Tuesdays called Can I Speak to the Manager? This podcast, uh, it's me and one of my best friends, Brian. And each week we take an artist's career and we study it and decide why they're famous, what went wrong, and what we think they should do to come back. We also have some guests and comedians and friends who come in with their faves. Past episodes have been about Eminem, the Arcade Fire. Actually, it's just called Arcade Fire. Actually, that's part of it is whether they have a the or the not. Um, Black Eyed Peas, same thing. Is it the Black Eyed Peas or Black Eyed Peas? You get to learn all of these interesting things about pop culture in my other podcast. Actually, if you could go and rate it and leave a comment, that'd be really helpful. And also listen to it. So today's episode is about Kesha. It came out yesterday and I have always liked Kesha, but studying her career made me actually fall in love with Kesha. So find out what uh, I think makes her so amazing, what I also think maybe went wrong in her career, and what I think she should do to come back. So right now, I'm going to press play. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm nervous. Hit it. I maybe just need some rehab or a new manager. I've got a sick obsession. It's how to fix my career. I'm walking down every alley trying to pick up the Desperate call. I need a number one right now, right now. Hit my head against the wall. What, what you got, got boy? <laughs> I fine. I okay. I thought you did amazing. I did you see me stop singing because like you did a cool rhyme? What was that? Um, oh my god, I don't even know. I went somewhere else and my heart is beating, fluttering even. Blacked out. That's amazing. That's true artistry. <sighs> is when you I don't need- even know it's coming out of you. Okay, welcome back to Can I Speak to the Manager, a podcast where we study an artist's career, decide why they're famous, what went wrong, and what we think they should do to come back. And today we are talking about, say it with me, Kesha. Dollar sign. Uh, okay. <laughs> Dang, I didn't know you were going to go Damn that it. way. Well, I, what, technically, exactly. I, we're both right. Well, We're both technically right. <laughs> interesting. Let's dive in. Oh, okay. So all I want to say is I have two rock symbols up and Kesha fucking rocks. Okay. No one can see, but Greg drew a lightning bolt on his face for this, even though I don't think she ever rocks that. I have a full like American apparel, like onesie and like. You went in. You're in 2010 right now. (laughs) I could not picture you anywhere else. 2010. Okay. (laughs) So let's roll. Let's let's roll back to one of. Yeah. Let's go back to our. Let's go back to our first episode where we talk about how people change their name. Her actual name is Kesha. Yeah, cool parent, mom. Her brother's name Lagan. Again, cool mom. Exactly. So I just think I just want to say what went right. The name. Okay. Yeah, actually, I just want to say like I'm not gonna hate on the names. Like we hated on Apple and Moses. I did. But I think Kesha is like a fun, creative name. It's so good. And it's her own. And like, wow, set up to make it in the music industry. The mom knew. Yeah. Well, she was a songwriter. Yeah. So that's, I think, really interesting. I did not know that Kesha's mom was a songwriter before doing research this week. And that I found very interesting because she is a brilliant songwriter, Kesha, and probably her mom. And they grew up in Nashville slash L.A., Okay. So very like music 
energy the whole time she you was know, It's funny that you even say that because if you look at her career, her music's very L.A. or Texas. Like she's either country or like. Yeah, pop. you're right. It is Nashville or L.A. Wow. Nashville. Nashville. That was it. Yeah. Interesting. Her same, name. Same vibe though. Texas, no. Nashville. Like you're saying. The country her story playing. was written in the stars. Like it was just like destiny for her to end up where she is today. Right. I think so. And I think that she, like, I don't know. I really found that all this week made me do was kind of fall in love with Kesha because as, as a white gay, I definitely partaked in dancing to Kesha at a club in my day. And I definitely would say to people, maybe walking down the street prior to this week, like, Oh, I like Kesha. Of course. Like she has hits, blah, blah, blah. But this week made me love her more. And I think her story is part of it. Like, I don't know. She did like, it seems like her family, like they grew up in poverty. She never knew her dad. Like the mom was struggling. And the only way the mom could get by financially was to write songs. Like it just seems to me like a very interesting story that I honestly didn't know. I thought she was just like a rich girl from, I don't know, like wherever, like I did not know this. She kind of has a rich girl attitude. She, She does. She literally does. And know what? The dollar sign in her symbol yeah. in her name yeah is because she when she was starting out she was a waitress and she literally had no money that it was like an ironic play she's like lol i'm funny because i literally am i don't have any money and i'm fronting like i do as like you know trying to be a pop star yeah. interesting yeah also Urge. she was oh, oh yeah oh i was I'll gonna let say i talk about kesha <laughs> yeah Please. Um, no, I was going to say a lot of her stuff. Shtick. A lot of her shtick is uh, irony. Do you did think? You spell, did you spell shtick S dollar sign H? <laughs> but that's why it's pronounced that way. It's it is irony. It. it is irony. And when you get okay. wrong, and the main issue is like, I sometimes have a hard time deciphering if she's pulling off the irony or not. I agree. And we're going to get into it. No, so, I'll, let, I'll let the gay guys talk. Okay, so what I also want to say, yeah, yeah, you're gonna, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna homo explain this shit to you, okay? Please. Um, she was in the single life with Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. They went to her house with her mom and her brother. What? Yeah, and I watched it this week, the episode. So because her mom was sort of in the music industry, like struggling a bit, but that's how she made her money. She had like some connection, or she like auditioned with family. Yeah, oh. I, I think it was less like. Okay. Connection. Damn. So the whole plot is Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton, like with Kesha, get a gun, a bunch of men to come in to see who's gonna date her mom, and it's so funny. And Kesha in it is really adorable, and like beside them, you realize she's very like normal, and she's just sort of like absorbing the world around her. But it made me also look at Kesha when she was sixteen and be like, "You're interesting." It made me um, like her. Kesha's only a year older than us. Oh. I thought she yeah. was younger than No, us. it says March 1st, 1987. Whoa, so how old were we when The Simple Life came out? I have no idea. That's what I'm questioning. I'm also questioning how old is Paris Hilton? Whoa. I'll look it up while we keep going. So that's 2000. I don't know when she was on Single Life, but 2005 is when she's 18 years old and she gets signed to Dr. Luke. And here we go. So Wait. she... Was it in 2005 she got signed? Yeah. She was only 18. Okay. Yeah. And she'd been making, you know, like music before with her mom, whatever. And then she gets signed because Dr. Luke sees something in her, I guess. Ugh. Okay. Then 2008, she sang back, uh, background vocals for Lace and Leather by Britney Spears on the Circus album, which is amazing. Which is wild. <laughs> and she starts writing songs and like being in the writing process for other pop stars. And she walks into the wrong room and like puts down the female vocals on f- vocals on flow ride as you spin me head ride round, ride. that's what you have she walked into the wrong room that's what like i read on like um a gossip blog so i don't know if it's real or not no i heard that it was that it was dr luke was recording that song and then she he had been coming tighter with her so he wanted to get her on Oh, no, it says she walked in. I'm so sorry, dude. Are you serious? Because I honestly didn't believe it. It was on. Like, it says, not- according to the party's present, the collaboration happened by accident. She had simply walked into a recording session for the song and Flo Rider happened to have wanted a female <laughs> voice on it. She walked oh. in and was just like, you spin my head right around, right around. Can I drop something on you? <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so have you seen the music video? Okay, I only I used to watch it when I was a kid, but I had I didn't watch it this week. But I know is she not in it? She's not. So it's a yeah. it's a black female. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just wild that I because it worked. I never knew that was Kesha's voice for the longest time. And I'm like, when someone told me, I'm like, well, she's not in the video. So that's like a like a weird Millie Vanilli moment where because it's a spinning, it's like a, a spinning pedestal, right? With yeah, with, uh, them her and the girl like posing and singing. So it says because she really wanted to carve out her own name and like because it was a fluke, like she didn't want, she didn't know if this was like the role she wanted to play. But I think first moment where you're like, she's such a good songwriter that even a hit song, she's like, no, I'm not a part of that. You know what That's I mean? Like it's not like interesting. Yeah. Cause she wasn't, she didn't write it at all. She just sang a great part. Well, who knows? Sometimes when you get into the booth, they say, just like, do just, just like ad lib it. And maybe she was like, hey, do you spin my, and wrote the song. Yeah. Originally it was like, you spin my world around or something. Yeah. And then she was like, I think it'd be my head. That's interesting. <laughs> that got her her start pretty much so. And I think I remember like her album coming out and thinking like, it's the girl from the Flow Rider song. And she just sang back. Like, I think I like gay guys at the time would be like, have you heard the girl from the Flow Rider song? I don't think they were. I don't think they did that. I don't think they did that. I don't think they knew who she was. And like, that's like, that's the other thing is how does a pop star just burst on the scene? Well, people were obviously whispering like that tick, that TikTok song was the first song and it was huge. It's still one of the like, like longest number ones, like of all time. Yeah. It's so catchy. It's so freaking. Ca- oh my god! Literally, there's scientific proof that it's catchy. Is there? Yeah, the fact that it was number one for so long, she didn't even have a name. Interesting. God, Brian. Also, fun <laughs> fact for TikTok: it's also produced by Benny Blanco, and I always liked him. Just a shout out. So she is amazing. She is an amazing um, songwriter. Your love is my drug, which is such a good song, has nothing to do with Dr. Luke. So I'm already starting to go into what we're all going to have to talk about. And like, it's so fucked. Anyway, I I wanted to make a point is supposedly with the first album, is it animal or cannibal? It's animal. Animals, the first one. Yeah. And then cannibal is like the deluxe super added songs. Yeah. So animal, she had like been making for five years before this Mm -hmm. said, and then she had like 500 demos. So if she's already has demos, like this whole album, even if it's produced by different people, she's already created the whole idea of it and probably whole sound. And they just helped her refine it. And it's amazing. Okay. So I genuinely think it is. And I'm so curious what you think. It was funny when I first, like, again, it's almost like listening to the black eyed peas where you're like, Oh, I remember this bop. And then there was other songs where I was like, oh, this is actually kind of interesting. But that's only because of current acts I accept. So, like, it's so weird, but I was like, I'm willing to accept this because of 100 Gex or whatever. And, like, what it is now. But I think at the time I was too pretentious for it. So now that I look back, I'm like, this is, like, ironic, hyper-realistic pop. And I enjoy it for its, like, view where she's... Like, it's over the top, right? We can both agree. Lyrically it's, and yeah, produced, it is over the top. It's over the top, and it also, I think, shaped music at the time a little bit more than I realized because that over-the-top sound was kind of happening, but she really pushed it. And then I think we had two years of songs that were either written in tandem with her or were kind of that, like, epic, like, like punch-the-roof, like, pop yeah. energy. Well, so, like... Songs that I found that I drew was drawn into was like Party at a Rich Dude's House. Yeah. And Dinosaur, which is like Hollerback. Hollerback Girl. So like she just spells like D-I-N-A-S-U-A-R or however it's spelled. But know what? Also, that song is interesting because it's kind it's about an older man who's kind of like abusive. And I'm like, that's fucking interesting because She's already bringing like, I don't know, that's becoming part of it. And he is not attached to that song. Interesting. So in other parts of that album, other producers are attached to the song. Dr. Luke isn't attached to a song that when you listen to it, it's about an old gross man who takes advantage of fucking younger girls. Yeah, it was Max Martin. So anyways, I'm just like, like, um, damn. I think that, <laughs> no, no. I think that dinosaur song was more interesting to me listening to it this week. Cause I actually stopped and was like, wait, is this about like, Taking, being taken advantage of in 2010. Like, 
And then, yeah, and it wasn't, and he wasn't a part of it. Anyways, I just think that that's interesting. I think this album's amazing. I like, there was a song on it called Blind that is like been my the favorite song I've listened to this week because I didn't, I didn't listen to that album. I, I kind of think I was similar to you. Like, I loved the hits, but I never like got into it fully. I don't think I ever fully bought what she was doing at the time. Yeah. And then to think that this week I just, started falling in love with different Kesha songs to maybe be like, okay. I, I Yeah, there's a song on this album called Blind that I now, like, love. <laughs> That's so funny. I So this is one thing I did this week. I was like, I just gotta let go, which is, like, the weirdest <laughs> thing. But I, like, I just, like, came to this conclusion. I was like, at first when I started, I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do it. I even texted you. I was like, bro, I hate Kesha. And then, like, I, 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 I texted you that too fast because then I kept going and I was like, this is weirdly, like, I get it. And it was weird that I have to also say, like, I get it. You know, like, I'm telling myself to let go. I'm telling myself I get it. And it's just like, why can't I just listen to the music? Well, okay, this is crazy. And I, I think I'm actually just in my head spiraling and being like, I'm such a fan. Because <laughs> 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 I'm like, last night, I'm not kidding. I, I was like, I like was hanging out with a few people and I was drinking. Mm-hmm. And then I came Social home. Social distance very much physical distance yes. and then i came home and i was tipsy and i started listening to kesha Fun. and i started like singing and dancing around my house and like when you say let go it's like it's almost like her songs are so corny not they're not they're not corny but i go back they're so like um specific that like you want because of vulnerability i want to push them away that if i can have my guard down i'm like and like surrender to it. I'm like, this is fucking sick. It's kind of like emo vibes. Like when you scream emo, it's embarrassing, but it's like actually so fun if you just give into it. Well, this is like post roughly emo. So you can tell there's influences of emo culture in it. For sure. Like the high. Yeah. Just like the whininess, but like, yeah. And look, yeah. Complain about life. So I just want to move to the next album based off your point. And that's Cannibal because the song, we are who we are. Is that the one where it's like, I feel yeah, your heart beat to the sound of the yeah. drum. Doosh, doosh. And so when it played that, I was like, oh, that drum part's fun. And it's so funny that I even say this because. Wait, no, like, that's Die Young. Oh, no. Yeah. Wait, which one? Oh, we, we are. are we, we are. We are who we are. We're dancing like we're da, 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 oh, da, da, I'm da. so bad. No, but that we are who we are is sick. Wait, which album's Die Young off? Die Young is Warrior, which is also really good. Oh. Oh. I didn't like Warrior. I'm going to say that right now. Okay, we're officially in a fight. I know. <laughs> this is going to get awkward. But I no, did no, like let's the song. go back to Cannibal. We yeah, Are Who sorry. You Are. Great oh. songs. Are you, you're talking about We Are Who We Are, right? No, I was talking about Die Young. Because oh, I, shit. That's another thing. This is such a hard thing. The songs sound the same? <laughs> yeah. They do. They do. But that makes me realize that she has a voice. That mm, Dr. Luke fucking stole. Okay. So we're, we'll get there. It's 2014, guys. Just hang in there. So We Are Who We Are is so good. I don't know if you brought it up. I know you ended up saying Die Young, but We Are Who You Are yeah. is a bop. It is. And the, so both Cannibal and Animal are good because they're the same album pretty much. They're just like a Yeah, it's just like a I think she just had so many hits and that her sound was now the sound of the time that she was like, I'll keep going. This place about to That's on this one? I'm so bad. Oh, it is. So Funny. sick. Okay, but also, We Are Who We Are, I once learned to dance to it from like a YouTube tutorial and wore a mask and made my friend Connor film me with a mask and just my underwear dancing to We Are Who We Are. <laughs> I was like, I how was old like, were you? And I was like, wait a minute, you're 21 or something. I was literally in fourth year university, 21 years old. And I actually remember thinking like, this could be my first YouTube video. <laughs> Do you have it? I'm gonna, I was going to text Connor this week, but actually I should have done that. Wow. I'll, I'll text her this, and then we'll put it on the Insta. Yeah, please. So the gays are loving this. The number ones are being popping out. She is on top of the world. She's on top of the chart. Yeah. Why she's famous? TikTok. Your love is my drug. We are who we are. Blow. Name them. Yeah. She's spitting them out. She yeah, I agree. That's why she's famous. Is she like found a sound? Um it fit 2010 perfectly. And she's good lyricist in terms of like writing ironic lyrics. She gets better she gets better at lyrics later, like more like 
Yeah, she does. I also They're not metaphorical ever. Like, there's no, you don't have to think listening to Kesha. But you just let go. You just let you, go. You just let go. You're right. You're right. I'm like, sometimes there's like a, there's like a, there's a metaphor. Yeah. There's an allegory, but there, you're right. It's, it's like, it, you don't, it's not arcade fire. You don't have to like sit and like think about it. It's no. Like, like, yeah. Which I like. <laughs> Why did you, yeah, which I like. Um, okay. Know what she does in between her albums, Cannibal and Warrior? She writes Till the World Ends by Britney I wondered Spears. if you knew that. I was hoping to drop Holy that on you. Yeah. I never knew. Hit. And it makes sense. When you listen, when you think about it. the lyrics, you're just like, like the, whoa, oh, 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 oh. Like Kesha would do that and uh, I would sing along. But best song to ever jump to. Best song to ever jump to. Freaking, I, like almost a decade later, Anthem. so relevant. Still we should relevant. just dance Till the World Ends because it's ending. So I just want to bring that back. So like, that's another thing back a couple of years ago when I was talking about black eyed peas are all about partying and stuff. There is this tone always in that decade era. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Of right. like not caring about your problems. And it's yeah. just like, just dance, let go. Big theme of today's episode is me going to say let go a lot, but it's just about till the world ends is all about just like having a good time and not thinking about your problems. Oh my God. It's like literally when like Obama was like actually holding democracy together. <laughs> Yeah. And it shows no, you, like, we're just like, as, yeah, yeah, we like, did it. As like Western civilization. Bro, like, yes, we can. Yeah, yeah. Like obviously there's problems and stuff, but like the general consciousness is like represented in pop music. The scholars will study the time. Like Damn. it's, you're right. Like it's so feels free. And I do think there's so much shit going down at the time, but it's not feeling like the world is feeling right now. And I think that's like, if we're studying pop music, totally represents. Yeah. We were just like, yeah, I can't take no, take no, take no, I literally think Tell the World Ends is a climate change anthem. Okay. Fair enough. So Warrior. Yeah. You didn't like it. It just didn't hit me as hard. Well, again, I love Die Young, so... <laughs> yeah, wait, can you, can you read a yeah, at the beginning I can. of Die It's funny Young. that I'm going to have to retell it, and I'm not going to edit it out. Um, I just like the part where it's like, I feel my heart beat to the Do beat the of the... Oh, the sound of the drum. Boosh, boosh. I love that. Such a simple idea. And every time I hear it, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I would definitely bang a radiator to this or, like, clap along or, like... Oh my God! You at a party? Oh, sick, Yo, Die Young! Well, yeah. Guys, get your tables out! Boom, boom to the beat. <laughs> die Young again. Not caring about life. I know that's true. Okay, one you can talk about how you love I it. do know about this song. Yeah, that's really really sad. Is that it came out right when the standing Sandy Hook shooting was? Oh, and it was like. I, this is really actually morbid. But That's how long story. ago Sandy Hook was? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, America, get your fucking gun control under fucking control. That's, that's, <laughs> that's wild that that came out at the same time. Yeah. So anyways, it really like created a controversy. And I think she might have, uh, she definitely clarified on it and was just like um, apologetic. Because like, obviously she was like, I couldn't understand why this would ever happen happen and like she was sort of getting criticized for it and then like wow. radio radio um we stations pull pulled it. the songs to like it actually got like you know if, if radio matters to your song doing well like uh, there was a consciousness around not not, not listening to it Wow. which i think is like so sad and in so many ways and i think she was actually kind of blamed which i think is just like not so true. unfair it's funny you say that because now that you've said that <laughs> when i like this whole week i've been listening to the song being like this is a fun song and like she does, has nothing to do with it but now that you've said that it will instantly make me think about that yeah that, i mean it's just it's one of those things where like yeah you're right lots of people maybe even think about that and it totally ruins the purpose of the song well it's funny sometimes you'll have to come you come out with an ad and it gets pulled so fast just because something else happens yeah. elsewhere. Like I've worked on stuff that, not to say Trump, but like Trump does something and then they cancel it because it like he ruined it in some way. Oh my God, you know what? What? <laughs> in the story of Kesha, it's like this was the first moment like when the world started to get fucked up and no longer did Kesha oh, songs work in the same way. That's it's like funny. Like democracy was starting. And you just know what like, I mean? like, yeah, the world starts, yeah, something, well, it, finally something bad happens. Like, bad things are happening constantly, but like something big, newsworthy, bad happens. And people are like, we don't like these lyrics about 
letting go. Yeah, <laughs> like, like being free. Yeah. Uh, Wait, okay, why did so you love this Wherever you album? are. Oh, why oh. did I love it? Okay, yeah. I was teaching alone in the UK when this came out. Okay, so it has like... And that's like... so interesting. It was a catharsis for me and like a challenging time where I was like homesick. You and, cried like, all teaching, the time. Teaching, cried all the time. Yeah, And yeah, it was yeah. like, it, it, it actually unironically meant something to me like like just because it was catchy and I would listen to it and like go on a walk and then it would be like my like only like catharsis and then I go back and be like oh my god my life is fun what is it shout out to Folkestone yeah but then even then I, I think I definitely listened to it like maybe five times had the four songs I loved and then this week I found new songs that I never really like this one was like hello wherever you are and I just like I love this so I think that's cool that she has older songs I'm learning to love because other artists like Black Eyed Peas, that didn't happen. I never listening to it had moments where I was like, even today, like, wow, I like this song. Okay. Then she makes Timber. Boom. Yeah. (laughs) Mic drop. That one's banger. Banger. Funny. Pitbull. I don't know how he does it. Like we hate on him, but like he can make a fun single. And she's now has a song at um, many weddings for decades to come. Like white weddings. That's funny. We need to make a wedding playlist. Cause yeah, it's like, like it's I got a feeling Timber, we could probably throw a Neil song in there. Like we've done three, we could get a Katy Perry in there as well. Yeah. I wonder what, what Katy, Oh, hot and cold is like the wedding one. Yes. Oh my God. Um, Timber is so yes. good. It's fun. <laughs> yes. I think so. It's not, <laughs> is, hot it, and cold, yes. is it, for, <laughs> is it for her album though? Or is it a single or is it for a Pitbull album? That's it's right. for, I think it's for a Pitbull album. And I think it's just like acknowledging like this girl can write a hook, get yeah. Pitbull and Kesha together in 2013. Chef's kiss. You make yeah. magic. Beautiful. We need to, okay. Pitbull needs to come out with an album with like all these collaborations that he does. Like he, he has to be able, we're doing an app on Pitbull. Let's move on. Let's get into the real it's shit. It's going to be so embarrassing when all he does is run for president. No, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. But I kind of, am so curious what your opinion on Kanye West running for president is. We're not going to talk about that. Let's go okay, on. Okay, fine. Oh, I'm not for it. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, it's the worst. Okay, moving on. Wow. Wow. <laughs> My gut is pulling me in the direction of that conversation and I'm stuffing okay. it back in like Kesha. Year is 2014. It's October. And Kesha sues Dr. Luke for sexual assault, battery, sexual harassment, gender violence, emotional abuse, and violation of California business practices, which had occurred for 10 years of working together. Fuck Dr. Luke. I'm so pissed. And this made me, like, I cried a couple times listening to her albums after this this week. We'll get to that album, but it's just, I'm curious if he's still working in the industry. And it's he just, is. Yeah, I didn't look into it. It's kind of, that's weird. He made Kim, Kim, he made Doja Cat say so. Really? Yes. Well, he didn't. Like, I mean, he is in charge of making five well, Doja st- Cat songs. He still owns, like, that record label, too. Kimo Sabe? I don't know what it's called. This is bad research, but I think it had, no, I think it has to do with pharmaceuticals or something. Ew, like, of course it does. Because his name's Dr. Luke. Ugh. Yeah, it's just disappointing in a person. And it's terrible to think that was happening to her. And you don't even realize it. It's wild that she's, well, I guess she's writing subliminal songs, as you say, about creepy older men. Is he older? I guess so. Yeah. It's I just, just find it so, like, it, it's music. It's actually an interesting thing as a gay yeah. oh. guy, I think. And as, like, I'm just going to speak for myself as, like, a white gay. Because... I actually think Dr. Luke is a predator. It's very obvious in like the people he chooses to work with. And like, it's just like, I think Kesha is the obvious person to talk about in all of this for many reasons. I really do think very Diplo MIA, like he steals her sound and like uses it other places. Mm-hmm. And I just think, I think it's like, it's such an example of how the music industry is so controlled by capitalism and white men. And it's like, really fucked up i think that he's still working and i think it's fucked up that we all just accept that like he makes pop music and he does make pop music weirdly consistently with women targeted to women and gay men and he's just like this straight fucking like it's just it really like makes me obviously upset and i think as a gay guy i'm like i listen to kim petrus's music i listen to oh yeah 
And I'm just a little bit like, fuck, like a lot of us gay men are complicit in like giving him our money through streaming or whatever. And it made me just question a lot of things and really like, I don't know. It made me really sad to be honest. That's That's tough. That's hard being a gay guy. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's, it's sometimes sad when you realize that you look up at the top of like what's being made for you. And then you just see like a predatory way. It's so funny you say that because like, I don't like, I I haven't dug deeper, but like, because I don't listen to too much pop music or club music that I don't listen to Dr. Luke. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not listening to Halsley or whatever her name is. And if he produced What? He makes Halsey music? No, I, I made that up. I just pulled that oh, out. Just, oh my God. I was like, not that I like love Halsey, but I was, I was like, like about that too. <laughs> no, I just pulled that out because she's like a top selling. She does think, Becky G. I know that for sure. I think Kim Petras is just a really, I'm talking about Kim Petras. Okay. Uh, Interesting has like a so similar. Well, okay, this is weird. Kim Petras's whole vibe is that she's like Paris Hilton. She loves Paris Hilton, and Kesha's first like song, one of the first songs she ever did, was sing backup vocals for a Paris Hilton song. Nothing in this world, and so it's like there is obviously something that like Dr. Luke's probably in this whole world of like women and pop. Like you know what I mean? If you're in LA and you want to make a young female famous and you're a manager, you might go, we got to get Dr. Luke. Like, yeah, he's sort of the face of this like thing, like Paris Hilton, Kesha, Kim Petras. And I just think it's time that we fucking move on. Yeah. Yeah. Or like these women are so talented in their own right. And I think that there's a world where we can obviously find, even if it's just another fucking Obviously, I don't think it should be another white dude, but <laughs> all there like, is in Hollywood. Just give it to Max Martin. Just, like, yeah. let him do it for everyone. Like, that's the only way out. But it's really sad, and I actually, he said he, she ends up with an eating disorder and goes to yeah. rehab for bulimia, and just listening and reading about the case and, like, the things that he said to her, and, like, it's just, so, it made me really sad. Okay, because, so, ugh. I'll go I'll just no, say just this. that like she went to rehab and like had to suffer so much at the hand of the hands of this man. Yeah. So February nineteenth, twenty sixteen, the New York Supreme Court, Justice Shirley Cornick, I'm gonna say that wrong, ruled against this request. So um, they dismissed the case, saying that even if the allegations of sexual assault were accepted as true, the five year statute of limitations had run out on the two most specific rape allegations, one occurring in two thousand five and the other in two thousand eight. So it's also like, that's, it's. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Pretty how law works, and just, it, yeah, it's like the fuck. We if there's one thing we're learning right now, the yeah, law yeah, oh yeah, it's powerful the white straight men. We all yeah. know, fucking know that. Like it's and crazy it's to just be like, oh, I'm sorry, it's been five years. It's like what? Five exactly. years is no time. It literally, to me, I was like, okay, I, I didn't think I would be like studying law this week, but I started to look into it, and it was like this is oh. fully just based on the fact. That no, I'm not. I'm in no way am I an expert on this. ASAP Law. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, get out the quail and you got it. Thou shalt not steal. But um, no, but I looked into this because I was just curious, and it's like it's purely like they have. If after a certain amount of time, allegations become meaningless because it's like what there's some like veiled like like law that makes it so that like there's only a certain amount of time when you can claim something yeah. like this. But it's like who knows how long it fucking takes to process this shit. Like it's just you it's just so obviously misogynist that it's like it's just obviously aggravating. Okay. But also yeah um 
I feel like she really like, I don't know. I think that she, what she ends up making after this. Perfect. It wasn't perfect. She's strong though. She's, it's so powerful to me now. And it never was before this week. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. I'm like, I get it. it. Well, it's fuck. funny when, okay. So we're instantly doing this. It's 2017 rainbow comes out. I think she does. Is it the Grammy awards that she does that? Like all white dressed performance of praying. Oh my God. Yeah. I, f- I forgot about that. I and love just, that. It just doesn't register to me. I'm like, Oh yes. She's singing about Dr. Luke or whatever. And it just doesn't, for some reason, I'm just so removed that I just didn't care as much. And just like what you just said, as I listened to it this week, I was like, knowing everything I've slowly learned, I was like, oh my gosh, this album's like very straightforward in sense. Like it's well written, but it's like, it's her darkest album and like it's real and raw and it's a bit country, which can be tiring, but it still works for me. <laughs> but yeah, I, I know. I agree. Oh, well. I was about to be like, okay, so I like admit my like literal like male privilege in this because I'm like, I think I didn't fully understand what was happening at the time. Yes. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't affected fully. Yeah. And I just thought like, oh, I was probably reading things here and there. Yeah. And it really does show you that for all of these situations, it takes so much research and time. And it's like a bit of a downer. And it's like, if you don't put in the effort, you're not going to be able to see like the pain and suffering that she like went through and then really understand this music almost. Like, I bet there are people out there who get this, fans of Kesha who are such fans of Kesha. I even think Daniel from last week was like, I'm obsessed with Kesha. And I think- Dude, he was ready to host again. Shout out to Dan. I I think it's people who, yeah, who who are really invested in this story. And I think it really is fascinating and makes these albums a lot more meaningful. Do you watch the show I May Destroy You? No. Okay, because it's all about sex and consent and like everything that like our world is grappling with right now. And I think, I don't know, I also thought about that a lot this week when I was thinking about Kesha's songs. But anyways, she's obviously fucking like, fuck this, fuck the system, fuck you. Yeah. And I'm going to like do my fucking best. And I like, praying's really good. It's so good. <laughs> but it's funny that it's like 2020, I'm like, praying's really good because now I like it. I was I like, know. oh, and Slow him? burn Kesha. And that yes. note. <laughs> also, can I just say, I really, really, really dig the Eagles of Death Metal tracks. So Wait, are like, you serious? That's so straight of you. I'm always like, skip. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, it's, uh, yeah, I do. Wait, what does it even sound like? Um, I literally okay, so it. it sounds like that one band. I forget their name. <laughs> I love the song, Him. And Old Flames is a song she has with Dolly Parton, and it's a song that her mom wrote for Cute. Dolly Parton. Yeah, so I actually really dig that song too. I think Dolly Parton needs to be more on more tracks as like the background. She just like does a fun high pitch thing. She has I a love, great voice. They both have does. good voices. They both have distinct, interesting. Yeah, you know voices. it's Dolly, which is cool. Yeah, and you kind of know it's Kat Dollar Sign, huh? Oh, we didn't say she changed her name to Kesha in 2014 with an S. Got rid of the dollar sign. She got rid of it. It's no longer ironic. She became rich. So (laughs) that's why she got rid of it. No, it was more of like a statement too, right? Yeah, no, I want to, in my, uh, what should they do next? We, like, I want to talk about that. So 2020, Yeah. I don't know, where were you Jan 31st of this year when Kesha dropped High Road? Because I was in Toronto. (laughs) Um, I didn't, what? I didn't know. Yeah, I was in Toronto. I didn't know it happened. I did yeah. not know it happened. So I, I liked, I kind of liked the song with Big Freedia when it came out. And Love I was it. like, okay. So I like got, I listened to that song. Yeah. Um, but then I never listened to the album and it was like, this is only months ago. Um, okay. And yeah. What did you think? So this is what's crazy. It's like, I didn't know it happened and I put it on and I'm like, cause after um, the last album, I was just like, where is she going to go? Like, and we're, we're, we're being managers and we have to pick where she goes next. And like, I start thinking like this route and like literally the first track happens. I'm like, Whoa, like she's going for it. And then it, it's, it's both a, it's both her personalities on one album. So it's got the country, it's got the crazy pop. And then it's like, it's 2010 cash is happening here. And like, it's all over the place. And the big Frida tracks great. Like why you don't throw bounce music into your mix and just, yeah, I was Again, I'm not crazy for it, but as I listened, like, am I going to go back and listen to it? 
probably not. But as I listened to it this week, I was like, this is pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. I, I think Rainbow like was better. And I think High Road is good. And it, it's like on every album, I can find two or three songs that I'm like, wow, I really like this. And to, and that's like a lot of artists don't, I listen to tons of music and there's a lot of artists where I listen to a full album and I'm like, oh, okay, I don't need to listen to that again. There's always things I pick up from every album. That I'm like, this is good. Even this new one, I think. Hear me out. If coronavirus yeah. didn't happen, do you think the album would have a different trajectory? Oh, that's so interesting. I don't, I didn't think about that for some reason. I didn't think about it either. There are songs on this that like, maybe we would have been like, it would have taken a bunch of a gaggle of gays to get together and be like, wait, have you actually heard Kinky by Cash Dollar Sign, huh? (laughs) No more dollar sign. No, there isn't this one. It's part of my, what they should do next. Um, Oh. Yeah. So I think like, (laughs) why, like, I want to talk about what went wrong because I think I learned so much about Kasha oh. that it, it clouded my judgment of how much I love. Like this week, I really just like even talked about it with people. Like I really like Kasha so, more than okay. I ever thought. But you things liked- did go wrong, I think. Okay. Tell me what you thought of this album and then tell me what went wrong. Oh, I thought, high- okay. High Road's part of it, I think. It's okay. not a fully realized album, in my opinion. And it is all over the place. It's all over the place. Yeah. And I think it might be a part of what went wrong. And also, like, I watched a bunch of interviews with her, and it's like, I think she is, I almost think what went wrong for her a bit was literally when she started rapping. Like, when she, like, there's well, some S- The SNL. beginning of her career. Okay, I, I'm trying to say there's, like, a part of Kesha that's, like, so amazing, which to me is, like, this her is songwriting ability of, like, music and, like, yeah. hooks and choruses yeah. and, like, and so the rapping to me is like a representation of the music industry forcing her to do shit. Do you, like, did you ever listen to Uffy? Yeah, I did listen to Uffy. Does like it? Back in the day. Yeah. So like she's mimicking Uffy. Oh my God. You That's can a, hear it. I, yeah. It solely hit me. But okay. I think Uffy is an interesting person. I don't know that much about her. Same. But it's still two white girls kind of rapping. You know what I mean? Like, I but think they're putting a twist on it. It's like a, I talk yeah. like this and it's a rap. They are, they are for sure. But I'm just like, I am very cognizant of like the men behind all of this trying to make money. And Funny. I'm curious how much of it is like pushed. So when I think what went wrong, like her SNL, I watched her SNL performances. She seems uncomfortable. It's literally Allie from Star is Born. Like it's so obvious that she's been forced to like be a pop star. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> have you seen Star Wars? No, I Ladies haven't. And <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Ali. Okay, wow, well, Brian, this is not okay. You have to watch Star Wars. I'm not going to watch it. It didn't look good. No, as a Can I Speak to the Manager, it's literally a freaking movie about a manager and an artist in their relationship well, navigating we'll to, their careers. We'll have to do Bradley Cooper or Lady Gaga. Okay, I actually, oh my God, Lady Gaga? Are you kidding? She's doing pretty good. The gays will drown themselves if you have the wrong <laughs> take. Okay. She does a tour with Macklemore. Wow. Oh. <laughs> 100%. That's a terrible idea. Okay. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to say things did go wrong. And it, I personally think it's the music industry forcing her into some weird box. The tension yeah. erupts. And I think we're now getting closer to the Kesha, who's actually herself. Also, she does a cruise. Saw <laughs> a that. A four-day cruise. It was like a tour. Uh, with Jonathan Van Ness and Superfruit. That's the... The Superfruit's the YouTube couple that looks like me and <laughs> Oh. That's and wild. she's queer and she's queer. I just bi. Think that's, she's bi. Yeah, yeah. And she like like I think also has always had that energy. And I've I watched old interviews with her as well before she was out. And she's being interviewed by people and she's like very visibly like flirting and hitting on the female cute interviewers. And it's kind of just like hot. And it's just like, oh, cool. Like you were living your truth and you're more of a queer icon than I ever really gave you credit for, I think. And this pride, I learned to love Kesha. <laughs> yeah, for me, what went wrong, it was like more of like external factors. Like she's made some bad decisions, but like just again, white record labels just screwed her over, I think. And just like that's kind of just trusting the man. Yeah. And like they, that's the hardest part. And you see it now, a lot of artists are able to like go solo or like do it their way sometimes. 
It's so weird. Contracts are so strange. Some people you're like, oh, you pulled it off. And other people they're like, help, I'm trapped. And you're like, I don't know what to do. Like you did this to yourself, but you didn't because you, every, I would sign a contract so fast. So this is, okay. This is fuck Dr. Luke because yeah. I, okay. I do work. I'm a freaking YouTuber. So I understand what contracts and like management and these companies are. Right. Yeah. So often you make decisions based on the fact that there's a bit of like goodwill there. Like essentially you can have a really intense lawyer who's going to be like, they go through all the worst case scenarios and everyone fucking strong arms each other until eventually you go, okay, I'm willing to give that up. Cause I assume on the other end, there's human beings and you have compassion yeah. and a lot of contracts. It's like, fuck Dr. Luke, because she just wanted to get out of it. He could have let her fucking out of yeah. it easily. It's yeah. so simple. You literally, it's, it's legal contracts are not all they're cracked up to be. If one of them says, I will not, you know, like hold, if, if he just said, yes, Kesha, Money. you are free to go. Money's she would have been free to go. So Money's fuck, evil. Yeah. And I just think like, like, um, ugh, the, the entertainment industry, it just, her story lets you know how fucked it is. So fucking what she should do next is we have to fuck the system somehow. <laughs> Man, do I have to put like a parental advisory at the beginning of this episode? Oh, shit. You've said the F word so many times, but justly so. So it's fine. <laughs> it's Kasha. Are you kidding me? She has a middle finger. Oh, F. I wanted to bring that up too. She's like the only pop star I really hear swear a lot on a CD. Yeah, she's, yeah. She's, she, like, she's, it's like, she's like the punk rock of pop. It's so funny because she has Avril Lavigne vibes and her Avril yeah. Lavigne's first album is called Let Go. But Kesha needs an album called Let Go. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, well, don't ruin my pitch. No, that's not my pitch. My pitch is totally... Okay, let's, okay let's get into our pitches. Good, good. Yeah, for sure. Um, but there's these are the two new um, little segments I want to test out, okay? Yeah. One is, are they normal? And the other is, are they a capitalist pig? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, okay, are they normal? I think so. Me too. Well, I with like worldly problems that really affect you and whatnot. But when I was normal. Yeah, I think she is normal. And I think that's also part of what happened is like she was pulled in all these directions because she didn't have the like, I don't know. I think she would be a normal person. She had a normal upbringing and she's not some eccentric. Good mom. Psychopath. Yeah, good mom. Mom's well matter. raised. Okay, yeah. is she a capitalist pig? Um, so at the end of the day, you can always say they're capitalists, but I do not yeah. think she's a capitalist. We all pig. exist within a capitalist system. Okay, you, what'd you say? I do not think she's a capitalist pig. Me neither. We want the best for her. And like that whole like suing thing is like rightfully so. The capitalist pigs are like the white men that won't end the contract or like won't like let things go. I don't know. Yeah. She's just, we're and rooting I think a lot of, her. yeah. And I think a lot of other like artists. I don't root for capitalist pigs. Yeah, I know, me either. But a lot of our faves are capitalist things, I think. It's interesting to think of all artists in this way. Well, but I think that... What? Keep going. No, 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 I'm curious what that means. I was going to say, like, let's look at her lyrics. And, like, she does look at life ironically. And not a capitalist pit wouldn't have that perspective. Even her name from the get-go was, an, was a, like, LOL, I don't have money. And, like, money's stupid. Yeah. Like it was literally that. Yeah. Still, at the end of the day, she wants money. She has it. She can live comfortably. But yeah. she's not like doing. She's doing a cruise ship. But like. Yeah, but I'm, I I think that like there again, this is our first doing of this little segment, and I think that there's other ones that I've started to think about where I'm like, oh, you wouldn't necessarily necessarily think they are, but they are. And I think Kesha just like everyone is capitalist, but she doesn't. She's making career choices not just for money, including even having the freaking ability to sue Dr. Luke. That's a really, yeah. you know, if you cared a lot about money, you would maybe sacrifice that for it. You know what I mean? Okay. So I'm ready. Who wants to go first? Can I go first? Yeah. You seemed excited. No, no, no. I'm excited for your answer. I just love Kesha. Uh, <laughs> this one was interesting. And it's funny that you said, also get that cancel button ready. So it's funny that you said, <laughs> That she, like, you don't like the the rapping. So I was thinking about it. And I'm I was literally just, shaking in my boots. <laughs> I was thinking about it. And I was like, I kind of want her to keep that style for one more album. So this is my concept for her next phase. So one thing I'm curious about is, like, when she does that rapping bit, I 
consider it very like drag queen music. Okay, Brian, you just keep. <laughs> it's like, I haven't canceled you yet, and that's like, are you just wanting it? Like, is it? No, a I'm just. Stick at this I'm point? just. I'm just seeing. So, okay, but do you know what I mean? Pick? Like, like when you listen to uh, certain RuPaul drag queens um, songs, they do like that talk rap. Like every yeah. episode yeah, yeah. where they have so to sing a song, they're like, and they do a similar style. So hear me out. Hear okay, okay. me out. Um, so, for all the listeners, you just have to know that uh, I will vouch and say that Brian does watch Drag Race. <laughs> so oh, yes. Thank you. He is, ladies and gentlemen, it's an ally. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying, guys. It's really hard. Just like because of society's pressures beforehand, everyone has to learn slowly. We're all learning together. So. Drag Race. No. <laughs> no, okay, wait, wait. So, like, I do watch Drag Race, and, like, that's very popular now. It's big. It is the Super Bowl for gays, as you've said before. You've said it, not me. And, like, I've gone to the live shows, and, like, bars are packed to watch it. Um, so why not lean into that popularity? Like, no one's fully doing this right now. So what if she were to work with a bunch of uh, big drag queen singers? And oh, then, okay. So she makes, like, a whole album... This is using their fame. So it's called, like, It's a Drag. And it's just her doing her rap singing. And every uh, track has a featured um, drag queen on it that does a uh, verse on it. Cancel. No, no you can't cancel on that. So, and then, like, that's, it's bread and butter. Like, it's an easy tour to go, like, on a drag queen tour. If we're doing it during quarantine, she can do, like, uh, music videos from home where, drag queen shows and whatnot but have her music in there and then that's just another way to keep yourself within gay culture i think and stay relevant there okay i love it i actually really really don't like i think i think that's actually a really good idea so, and it's very it's very um doable right now yeah, it's yeah. easy so the last yeah. thing i'll say is it's funny because i remember first episode we ragged on Katy perry for even including drag queens in her set but i think kesha can pull it off and Kesha is queer, right? If she she falls under the umbrella, she's open about it. So there is a certain level of like cultural like allowance that we have to be aware of. But I just think it will become less tone deaf from Kesha for a variety of reasons, including yeah. that she had like she's always had a very queer like aesthetic, a bit of a fuck the man aesthetic that like yeah. she, she fits in it. Uh, more than Katy Perry does, I think. And I don't mind it, but what I will say is when we go in to present our pitches as a gay man, I'll, I'll take yours. Yeah. I'll write it down and I'll walk in. <laughs> we are in a, oh, so listen up there. Gentlemen, okay. we are a drag queen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a man <laughs> that puts on women's clothes. No, I don't even, I don't, I'm not doing it like that. That's, some are trans. I know, I backed off. I backed off. Yeah. Um, no, no, I'm just like, um, I, I, I don't, I think it's a good idea. I do. It works. And I think, I'm just I saying it works. Think, and I think for people listening in the future, because this is an absolute takeoff as a podcast, a lot of my mind has to think around COVID times. And I think that like, yeah. it's worth doing because that's like, we have to put it in the now. And that is a good one for the now. Like drag queens, very accessible. You could record from their home. It could be funny. It could be playful. They could all do music videos through Zoom. Funny, like, playful. That's very Kesha. Yeah, yeah. No, so, I, I. But I'm basing good. this off of like 2010 Kesha, and like that's the problem is when I'm introduced to an artist, I'm like, well, this is the way I like you. So like, okay, let's go change. into this. Okay, I'm gonna do mine because do are it. you done? Because it meshes. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. No, I'm done. Yelling was yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm done yeah, right I'm now. Done. now. <laughs> and I'm gonna be done. Frown, frown, frown. Nice. Um, no, but did you have a tour? Sometimes you have a tour already. Oh, that, that is the tour. Like, if you were to go on tour, you just bring the drag queens with you. It's just a big old drag show, right? Yeah. But it's better. like, pay it's Kesha. Off. Oh, she would pay them well. But mm -hmm. instead of, like, backup dancers, all drag queens. Like, when we saw Charlie XCX, she brought out drag queens, and the crowd went fucking nuts. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so, so I, I, I'm seconding you with this. Yeah. So one thing I want to say that a separate pitch deck, you work with 100 Gex, and you get a pitch fork, like, 9.4. <laughs> I don't know. That's though. interesting. I never thought about that, but it's so similar. It is. It is. Well, Charlie XCX, again, bringing her back, she's handled the COVID thing well. Yeah, she like has. The album yeah. she released, she had 100 gecks on it. So that's why I'm not doing that because Charlie XCX is already doing that. But Charlie XCX can also work with Kesha. 
It's a separate Ooh. folder of of Charlie XCX, um, a hundred Gex. Charlie XCX is a white girl that raps. Yeah, she is. Well, let's do a Charlie XCX album. We should. That'd be hard, honestly, mm. because she her new album is great. But it's so can I speak to the manager? It's so she's not a capitalist pig. It didn't do super well. I've no, read interviews where she's like, it's I like, like that you know what I mean? Well. You have to measure. And I, I would love to do a Charlie XX album. She's amazing. And I okay, write it down. Okay. Go for yours. But I just think separate folder, this isn't my idea. That could be one, right? Charlie XCX, Hundred X, Kesha. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, I think Kesha helped influence Hundred Gex. Me too. And they do do ironic lyrics that are just like so simple but i love them and that's why i'm saying i was able to enjoy kesha this time because now yeah. that i've like gotten into 100 gex and their style i can go back in time and listen to like hyper realistic pop and be like this isn't bad but at the time i was like uh this is a bit too much i honestly think kesha walks 100 gex could run i yep. do think that and honestly like even their look they're like we're grunge they're just like young they're like kesha of like like yep. um artists or whatever, yep. like like fat pants and mullets that are dyed blonde. Yep. Like you know what I mean? That's what Kesha was like looked like for yep. a while. Anyways, <laughs> so that is a separate folder. But what I want, okay, so she has a song on her new album called Kinky featuring cool. Kesha K E dollar sign huh. So it's like a song that sounds like her older what? songs. Yeah. It's really good. It sounds like Spice Girls. She even references the Spice Girls in it. Oh, is that when she's like, I'm with Kinky Spice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's about having a queer orgy. Like, it's about kiss, guys kissing guys, girls kissing girls. It's really good. And I was like, huh. I think she... Whoa, man, I'm so oblivious. I'm so sorry. I did not see that. What, that she it was featured herself. herself? I love <laughs> yeah. that. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> well, it was a little... Okay, what I'll say is it didn't fully work for me because there were other songs that sounded to me as good and like old Kesha that weren't featuring. I'm already old. digging your idea. Please keep going. Okay, so, but she leans so hard. Okay, this new album is by K.E. Dollar Sign Kesha. And it's her really proving, which I know she has, this ability to write freaking songs the way she does. World ending pop songs. This is a fuck you to Dr. Luke because she's going back to that time and she's going to work very i'm picturing till the world ends that is our um mood board it's fucking covid times things obviously suck it can't just be like we're partying doing shots it has to be like no the world's fucked and we're just gonna like enjoy it while we can and she brings in like megan the stallion like ariana grande like ah. oh these are people though like um lady gaga people who have openly defended kesha and been like fuck dr oh. luke she fucking gets them together. They do old Kesha, Big Freedia. I was like Joji, like <laughs> Lil Nas X, queer. Like, and each song features a different person, and yeah. it's about partying till the world ends. Using her hooks, like she's writing them, and it's also an important moment for people to speak out in the music industry and be like in defense of someone. Spice Girls are also on this album. So that's going to involve a lot of work. I, I like yours because it's a lot more um, manageable as a manager. I like <laughs> yours. It's like, but it's like, it's like this would be impactful. And I'd be curious if like pitched properly, how many people would be willing to do it. And I think that Kesha like deserves it. <laughs> I just, I think I'm, I want to see her have another big hit. And it's hard when you're a pop act. Like, we don't care about Katy Perry anymore. We don't care about, like, these artists that came Okay, you're talking to a gay man. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking, well, I'm just thinking about, about relevancy. Well, okay. I'm just saying, like, it's wild to me that I didn't even know that that Kesha album came out. And I only say that because, like, I try to see, like, everything that comes out. And it just, like, somehow passed by. Well, I do think, I don't know. I think it's, bad rollout. it's been hard. It's been bad rollout, and it's been hard, and she's been through a lot and she's been manipulated by the music industry for so long that I could see how her talents would be confused with like, I think like she's so gone to rehab. She's gone through things. And I just think she's ready to like fucking lean into the fact that she's a talented songwriter and fucking make that out. So funny thing. It's not that funny, but <laughs> when I was trying to think about what she should do next, I was like, what if we were to think about it? And it's too late now how we would have rolled out this album. How did we know that there was going to be a global pandemic? No. 
Okay. Just having like being like, these are the songs. January 31st, 2020. We're releasing it. You don't have to think of it now, man. But it's just That's like hard though. Did she even have a music video? Music videos matter, people. She did. Yeah, I watched it. Why? I didn't watch it. Yeah. But so I what I'll say is it's 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 not the best album. It's like all over the place. So it would be hard yeah. to market it. Like you have to start with a point of view, which I don't think this did. Albums matter. In my they opinion, do, to this right? day, you have to or have are we a dinosaur? <laughs> no, you have to have a fluid idea that goes throughout. Singles yeah. don't do that. That is no, no. I don't know. I'm genuinely asking. no, no. I'm just no. I'm saying to the mass public. Like I understand the creativity it can be to create a good single. Like you can create Old Town Road, but if you're not able to create six or seven other songs that maybe aren't as good but still fluid throughout, that I can yeah. listen to beginning to end. When I can listen to an album beginning to end, you know how many times I've listened to Frank Ocean's Blonde beginning to end. Oh perfection. my God, Brian, we didn't talk about what are the albums you had to listen to this week to escape Kesha. Okay, we'll end with that. So for okay, because I listen to Frank Ocean again. Okay, I just always you? listen to Frank. I Ocean. always listen to him. I literally will. The worst for me with Frank Ocean is like I'll put him on and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna like sit here and think about stuff. And then I just like, <laughs> like, sit. man, when White Ferrari comes on, my heart just like breaks inside. I don't know why that one gets me so emotional. Self control is what I listened to last night. Oh, saying to my heart, a whale. Keep noise your place. I also listened to the new Arca album and I loved it. It's great. Uh, I did Pop Smoke this weekend because he dropped a new album, R.I.P. But it was, I know, did, I was like, did you listen to it? Dead? No, yeah. I, I didn't. Well, it's funny. That's what I said, too. I was like, well, he's dead. I don't know if I wanted to. And what? then, what? Wait, listen what? to it? It's so dark. Like, because he's dead, you're like, I don't know if I, I mean, well, that's what I thought. What? Well, it's also, it oh is God. weird to say that. But it's just yeah. like, it doesn't. <laughs> go, 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 cancel. No, because it's like, it's, it's one album and it can, he'll remain. And it's a really good album. But wow. it's just like you can't create anymore, so you're like your line stops. Oh my but, god, that's so interesting. I'm gonna listen. I'm actually literally about gonna listen to the right. It, after it's so funny because like it was. It's totally different than Kesha. And then the only other thing I listened to this week was um, I was like, what got me? What 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 were the first pop acts I liked? So then I started listening to Spice Girls and Backstreet Boys. So I worked oh out, nice. I worked out to listening to them to that that. Last week. Interesting it, though, they sound different than Kesha. Like Kesha really shaped the pop world. But oh, you don't think so? I no, they do. But I realize Max Merton produces, and he loves that wow sound. Yeah, and like that's in Kesha songs. They'll be like wow, and I'm right. just like oh, okay. So like that's just like from the '90s to 2010. Somehow the wow sound has lasted forever. And there is like Max Martin is just like kind of fucked, and has like a weird. It's almost like there's like a reverberation in the background that's like hey, that's like in every Max yeah. Martin. That's like yeah. you can kind of just like yeah, they definitely are all Max Martin songs. That's fucked. He's so fucking. Weird. Let's just say I enjoyed this week again. This was one of those, I was just like, wow, I like this. This <laughs> I, I like love it. I love forth. doing yeah. this. I love like, I like being studying forced. an artist and list. I love it. I think, so when we tell people, so let's tell people who we're doing next in a second, but just join us. Join us on this journey. Yeah, if you're that's listening true. every week, like go through the albums with us. You don't oh have my to God, that, that's do the such research. A good idea. But like, okay, so let's go three, two, one and say his name. Next right. week we're doing three, two, one, Charlie. Charlie Poother. Oh, nice. We think he's um, interesting. I'm so excited to talk about Charlie Puth. Also, last thing I want to say about Kesha, she had a cannibal TikTok go viral, and I'm glad we didn't we didn't resort to TikTok as our thing. It's we didn't talk about it, but like, isn't that interesting that her <laughs> biggest song yeah, is like the job? App? Can she get money for that? Not really. I don't know if she did. Hopefully, she did. But like, um, it was like. TikTok, like, then, it's an app. Like that's the <laughs> single for this. Like the. But which one was it? It was like out. I'll, I'll eat you up. Whenever you, you tell me, I'm pretty. Oh. That's when the hunger really hits me. Remember that was like the first TikTok dance I ever really started watching. Oh, I don't know it. You know they go like this. I'll eat you up, and they eat with a spoon. And they, yes, you have. It's like you definitely. I'm doing it. I'll eat you. Yeah, up. I know. you keep doing Every it. Every time I'm pretty. That's when the hunger really hits me. You make my heart go pitter patter, and now they do it, and they like shoot a gun. It's like pitter patter. Wild. TikTok <laughs> okay. is just such. It's such an interesting. I don't understand it. I've I become, I don't think anyone understands it. Kids don't, they just follow it. Like the weird dancing, the dancing's so weird, dude. It's now so we're just going on a rant, but like, yeah. Okay, we're done. Oh, oh, Charlie, oh, oh, last oh. thing I'll say, he does it. He loves Charlie TikTok. Poot is so good for TikTok because he does it. He does it and he doesn't do it bad. Oh my God, we are going to fight. Songs. That's so funny. Well, he, yeah. 
that's another thing is because he produces, he's able to create these like short segments to create like a thing for TikTok. Okay, honestly, everyone, please listen to Charlie Puth. He doesn't have very many Only albums. voice notes. You can listen and to the other ones. But listen to the other notes. one. Do it with us. It would be so fun. And voice notes, wow. Fast and the Furious soundtrack, too. Okay. It's been a long time without you, my friend. And I'll tell you Okay, wow. Bye, buddy. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. <laughs> 